These sentiments are nothing new. There was some semblance of a Father's Day has existed for centuries, and scholars believe that about 4,000 years ago in Babylon, a young man named Elmasu El carved a Father's Day blessing on a clay tablet. And today, we can't even get a card in the mail. Two stories of how Father's Day began in this country, and not so long ago, happened in the early 1900s. In 1908, after a mine explosion in Fairmont, Virginia, in which 361 men were killed, a woman named Grace Gordon Clayton went to her minister and asked that a special service be held in their honor. Uh, later, a commemoration occurred across the country in Washington State, two years after Clayton's. But this is the one that's credited with being the forerunner of Father's Day. And it also had a church connection. Sonora Smart Dodd was attending a Mother's Day service in her church, and she thought, why not honor fathers with their own special day? Because they are just as deserving as mothers. Her father had been a Civil War veteran and became a widower and raised six children alone. Perhaps the government felt that basing a national holiday on a major tragedy like a mine explosion was not as compelling as the story of a man who had been a soldier then had never remarried and raised his children alone. The United States government did not formalize Father's Day until 1966 when Lyndon Johnson submitted an executive order designated the thir third Sunday in June as the official day to celebrate Father's Day. And then in 1972, Richard Nixon's administration declared Father's Day a national holiday. In the US, Mother's Day had been a holiday first celebrated in 1908 and then declared a holiday in 1910 by Woodrow Wilson. So why did it take six more decades for fathers to get the same level of formal recognition as mothers? Well, I can only speculate that there was a tendency to trivialize or find frivolous anything emotional associated with men's psyches. We even celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day differently. According to a blog uh, citing five reasons why Father's Day isn't as big as Mother's Day, we spend $14.3 billion on mothers and a mere 20, it's the opposite. We spend $14.3 billion on fathers and 21.4 on mothers. And they, they said there were five reasons for this, but the three I found compelling were that spring and summer is the biggest shopping time in spring where we have Mother's Day graduation and Memorial Day. 
These all precede Father's Day, and apparently we're all tapped out by Father's Day. <laughs> Too tapped out to celebrate dear old dad. Also, you guys are hard to buy for. Come on. With a woman, you can always buy earrings. You can buy clothes. But with men, they're just tough. And how many hammers or neckties can you own? And so many of you have stopped smoking that kids can't even celebrate you with a ceramic ashtray anymore. The one gift, though, that the blog says that men especially appreciate is quality time with their children. And what could be a better gift than that? I think the Bible may have something to do with images of fatherhood, too. Of course, there are the proverbial stories like the father who welcomes back his wayward son and is forgiving. But I think maybe we tend to focus on the harsh images. Two examples that I came across are, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And another one, that was uh, Joshua 1.9. Another one is just as the father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. That's Psalm 103. So I think some of our great expectations of fathers are that they be strong, courageous, unafraid, and feared just as the Lord was to be feared. Men were presumed, and some still are, to be like God, the undisputed ruler of the household. I know that we're trying to adopt more modern ways and ideas of looking at what it means to be a man, and by corollary, what does it mean to be a father? For this reason, we often see people other than biological fathers drawn into being recognized in the role we typically ascribe to fatherhood. I think we should recognize that Father's Day is not necessarily a happy day for everyone because some of us have lost children to death and we mourn. Some of us have lost a father to death or never knew him or are estranged. Some of us don't have good relationships with our children or vice versa. A child yearns for healing in a relationship that is broken. Sometimes there is an emptiness. Sometimes there is a feeling of emptiness for whatever reason if it has not been possible to have a child. This can be a difficult time of year for gay and transgender individuals. Some ache for children, but because they are in same-sex relationships, it is still not easy to adopt or find surrogates 
or it simply is not possible <coughs> physically. We also recognize that other people in our lives have been father figures, an uncle, an older sibling, a teacher, a minister, a counselor, people who come into our lives in positions of leadership. As a single mother, and I should have lit a candle because I didn't really ask my son's permission to tell the story. I should have lit a candle saying, oh, I hope he doesn't get upset with me. But as a single mother, I tried to be both father and mother to my son, Chase, with varying degrees of success. I wanted Chase to grow up to be a sensitive, caring man with respect for women. For women. My parents used spanking. I did not want to spank. And I didn't, except one time. And that one time when, was when Chase was about 10, and I dared to buy him a pair of tennis shoes that were a no-name brand. He was getting ready for school. He had the, you know, I had shown him the tennis shoes the night before, and he refused to wear them. And I just lost it. I think the frustration of being mother and father uh, for 10 years got to me in that one moment. And so out of frustration, I started spanking him, and he started laughing <laughs> because it was so uncharacteristic of me. And then he looked at me and thought, I don't know what he really thought, but he realized that this was a person he had never seen before. And so this story is one that he will bring up when he really wants to get me. He will bring it up and uh, he'll have a laugh and I'll have a tear. All of his cousins and my father used to tease Chase because they thought he was soft, because I didn't spank him. Um, so when Chase was about five and he was acting out and I talked to him about it instead of spanking him, my father said, you're going to make a sissy out of that boy. Thirty-some years ago, that was my father's way of saying that I wasn't raising my son to be maddenly. I was not being a good father. Of course, now we don't associate tenderness and compassion with gender identity. And later in his life, Chase's father became part of his life, and they have a very loving, supportive relationship. And Chase has become a wonderful father. He was a captain in the Air Force, and he's in law enforcement. So he's a great combination of caring and compassion and someone who is fulfilling his civic duty. He, like other men, is fulfilling some of our great expectations. So what are some of those expectations? That men will go to war. Even that men like to be at war. That a father will make sacrifices for his family. 
that men are better leaders, that men know the right things to do, that mothers will outlive fathers. Yes, the stress of that number of great expectations is life-threatening. It has to be part of the reason that men don't live as long as women, the stress factor. And we're all at fault if we buy into the hero complex and think men should carry the financial burdens of the family, should handle most of the family responsibilities, must be viewed as always reliable and having the right answers. We're placing stress on men. Another site that I saw that had a spectacular name, it was called Father's Day, Applaud for Your Superhero. How about it, dads? Is there some, is there thundering applause whenever you return tired and aching from work? When you try to fix a broken appliance and then you still have to call someone? Or when you get trounced by your teenager when you're playing a video game? Maybe there's something unfair about expecting men and fathers to live up to the term hero. At least not as an everyday, all the time option. Maybe you'd like to get off the pedestal sometime. Maybe it's not so comfortable levitating up there and being expected to perform magic every day. So let's take this day to show our love and appreciation for fathers and the father figures in our lives. In fact, let's take each day to say thank you, I love you.